So whilst we might be in the middle of the Olympic Games, the Paralympic Games are also just around the corner. So competition will start in Rio on the 7th of September and conclude on 18th September. So it's pretty exciting this year. Channel 7 will be the first free-to-air network to cover the Games and there seems to be a real genuine sense of excitement building. There's a lot of excitement in the studio this morning too because we're lucky enough to have the chef de mission for the Paralympic Games, Kate McLaughlin, joining us. So Kate was the general manager of the Paralympic Performance and deputy chef de mission of the Australian Paralympic squad that finished fifth on the medal tally at London. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for coming in. I'm so excited to have you here. Britt and I are both very excited to have you here. (laughs) No problem at all. I suppose the first question where we should start is that the Paralympics have been in the news quite a bit this week in relation to funding and how much money will be available for the athletes and getting all the teams over there. Has that impacted Australia's preparation for the Games at all? Look, not really. We're we're sort of monitoring the situation Mm. regularly and making sure that the cuts aren't going to impact our athletes, um, you know, really, obviously it will impact in some way, but, but it's something which, you know, our athletes are so resilient. We're so used to having to deal with, you know, problems all over the world. So it's, it's seriously not going to be a problem for us. We'll just have to try and plan, um, that if, you know, there are transport cuts or anything like that, we just make sure that it has the least impact on our athletes as possible. And Kate, when did you first become involved in sport and how did you find yourself involved with the Paralympics? I've always loved sport and I always wanted to work in sport and I didn't really care how. Um, So, you know, obviously as a keen participator and and a spectator, but I went to university and did a a Bachelor of Arts in Human Movement and majored in sports management. And whilst I was at uni, I I got involved in every club there was, every event there was, and just loved doing all that side of things. And yeah, the obvious place to to work is somewhere that, you know, you can actually organise athletes and organise events. And yeah, I absolutely love it. Wouldn't be, wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. And Australia finished fifth on the medal tally in London. How are you feeling about these games and what's the goal for the team heading into these ones? Yeah, look, pretty positive. We've got an amazing team. Um, they're, you know, we've got some fantastic athletes and I know that they're well capable of, of getting into that top five spot. In saying that, it's incredibly difficult. You know, in the last four years, even Paralympic sport has come a, a huge way and there are a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of so countries that are vying for that top five spot. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really tough. Um, but I know that we've got the team that can do it. Just depends on the day. But we will be concentrating as well. You know, that top five spot is an obvious target for us, but we're looking forward to celebrating all victories, whether they be gold medals, PBs, uh, you know. Or even just getting there. Exactly, exactly. So, um, you know, really trying to get behind our team and make sure that, we, you know, that we know we whatever they achieve, we're proud of them. Kate, how many Paralympics are currently going? Because I know with the Olympics, we were waiting to see who qualified right up until just before the Games. Yeah, so look, at the moment we've got a team of 169 athletes and 156 support staff. So we, like the Olympic team, it's difficult. There are selections right up until, you know, about a couple of weeks before, um, which is hard to plan, but that's just the way it is. It, it means that you get the best possible group of athletes going. Kate, I'm also very interested to hear from you about any favourite sports you have or any athletes we should keep an eye on, whether that be for medals or just because they've got an incredible story. And I know so many of our athletes do, so this is perhaps a difficult question. Yeah, look, I love all of our athletes. I was like, can I sit on the fence? Yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> just tell us some stories. No, absolutely. Look, there's some amazing stories. And I think that's the one thing about Paralympic athletes that is slightly different from the able-bodied. You know, able-bodied athletes have amazing stories, but there's just that added element to Paralympic athletes' story and their journey to where they've got to today. Um, we have two amazing new sports on the program for, for Rio, and that's para-triathlon and para 
Para Canoe. And in both of those sports, we've got some amazing talent. Um, so we've got Katie Kelly, who's a visually impaired paratriathlete, who will partner with McKeeley Jones, who won a silver medal at the Sydney Games in 2000. Um, Curtis McGrath in the para canoe. He's a returned uh, veteran from Afghanistan. Um, so look, he's an absolutely amazing story. Um, gosh, I could go on. There's yeah. athletic, we've got so many athletics athletes, you know, Angie, um, Ballard, who's the current world champion. Same with Maddie Di Rosario, um, in wheelchair track and road. Everyone would love to see Kurt Fernley cross that line in mm-hmm. the marathon in first place on his, in his final Paralympic Games. Uh, we have an amazing swim team. They're a really young swim team. Um, we've got a few athletes who've got some amazing experience there, Ellie Cole, um, and, you know, Brendan Hall and so on. But we've, the young, the youngsters are the ones to watch. You know, they've got a lot of potential. Uh, so look, I could go on. There's just so many amazing athletes. I think Mary and I are sitting here in awe just hearing their stories. It's just incredible the sort of things that they've had to overcome. Yeah, and they don't see it that way, though. No, they, they don't. Just, they they just are elite athletes. athletes. Exactly. They are elite athletes who train just as hard for just as long as any athlete. And, um, yeah, they're the most powerful role models for people with disability in the community, for sure. I can't wait to see Millie Tapper compete That's as well. I was going to mention, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's a favourite at this show How as well. How good is she? Yeah. Having, so she's back in Australia having a rest after her Olympic campaign. Uh, and I'm sure she saved something special for the Paralympics. We'll all be tuning in to watch Millie Tapper. <laughs> now, Kate, the big talking, one of the big talking points in Rio at the moment is Emma McEwen and Josh Palmer and them being banned from the closing ceremony. I'd be really interested to hear your thoughts on that situation and concerns about athlete safety as you head towards the games. Yeah, look, I think it's difficult for me to comment on the situation with the swimmers because I'm not there. You know, I think there's probably a lot of information we don't know about that situation. Um, and it's very difficult for the organisers. I know I have, you know, concerns about the safety of the team. It's my responsibility along with the, you know, the entire Paralympic team to keep every one of those athletes safe. Um, so I'm sure it was a very difficult call for the AOC. Um, and without further information, I, you know, I'm not really in a position to comment on, on why they made that call, but I'm sure they did it in the best interest of the team. And Kate, I think as well for me, it's the responsibility of the organising committee to keep this team safe. And if something had gone wrong, like it's it's very easy because nothing did go wrong, but if something had gone wrong, the public would have looked to the committee and said, it's your job to keep these athletes safe. And the rules were there and the rules were broken and the rules were clearly known by the athletes as well. So Yeah, absolutely. I think it comes down to, you know, personal responsibility as well. You know, we're trying to educate our athletes as best as possible what the right things to do are to keep themselves safe and mm. make themselves not a target in Rio. And if if our athletes can stick to that, they'll be fine. Absolutely. Well, I think it's something we were also talking off air as well. One of the arguments that's been thrown around is that Emma McKean won four medals for us in the pool. And we were discussing how, you know, that's a bit of a it's, it's not the right way to approach it because we're talking about athletes being given exceptions because they've performed well. Absolutely. The standard, I think, needs to be the same no matter who the athlete is. There are rules and they're in place for a reason. And if we start making exceptions for athletes just because they've performed well, then I think we find ourselves in very murky water. Yeah, I tend to agree. Mm. And Kate, I'm interested as well, what is your role as chef de mission? What does that exactly entail? It's probably a little bit of everything. I imagine you've got your fingers in a lot of pies. Yeah, absolutely. So I need to be across basically every single part of the team. Um, so I'm in charge of making sure that all functional areas from media, logistics, team operations, uh, medical, all of those areas come together to provide the best possible performance environment for our athletes at the Games. Kate, Kitty Chiller's come under a bit of fire from a lot of people 
during these games for making it all about her. Do you think she's done that? I don't. Look, it's very difficult for me to comment because, again, I don't know what situation she's found herself mm-hmm. in over there. You know, I think she's probably doing the best job she can in pretty challenging situ- you know, challenging situation in Rio. Um, so, look, I'm not, I'm not going to have a go at her for anything <laughs> that she's done because, you know, it's a tough job. Yeah. She's in charge of a huge team and, and I'm sure there's things that we're not privy to that, that, that are happening over there that she needs to deal with. And so she's doing the best job she can. The Paralympics <laughs> begin on the 7th. Uh, and run through until the 18th of September. Uh, you're heading over there this week? Next week, yep. Okay, very exciting. And I'll be sure to be keeping an eye on it. Thank you so much for coming in. It's no been problem. great having you. No, thank you very much for having me. And make sure you get behind our Paralympic team. They'll be absolutely sensational. Absolutely. Well, I'm following them all on Twitter. So we'll be retweeting, we'll be sharing, we'll be following and look forward to a fantastic performance by all our athletes.